Like, I was just making the most asinine comments on this whole situation. <laughs> like, it's still stuck in my head, the one I made about the Indians could lose their first 50 games of the season and still win the division by double digits. <laughs> like, maybe I shouldn't have said that. Probably not. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the 3-0 Take, the official podcast of Dirt to Diamonds Baseball. Here are your hosts... Kyle Corwin and Nate Reyes. Ooh, shut your mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Ooh, what up, what up, and welcome back to the 3 Take, the official podcast of Dirt to Diamonds Baseball. This is episode 71. I'll be your host, Kyle Corwin, and I'm here with my co-host, Nate Reyes. Nate. What yes. you got for us today? So, how do you uh, how are you feeling about? I know he had a really bad game today, and we were just talking about his performance earlier. But how do you feel about the whole Clint Frazier turning like random shoes into spikes and wearing them for games? I'm okay with it. I mean, I think it's cool. I, I like it. I, for one, think it's impressive that we even have the technology to do that. Yeah. But to me, it just depends on the kind of kicks he's wearing. Like I saw, well, he he wore the uh, PF Flyers, right? I don't know if he was the. Uh, I don't know if he was one. Of the, I don't know if he was the first person to do that. But I think at one point he wore those for a game. Maybe I'm way off on that. Yeah. But he's worn some like Air Force Ones or something. I think too. Yeah. I guess, I mean, I guess it's a normal thing. Like, I guess there's a place here that does it for like 30 bucks. Just put spikes on whatever shoes you want. To me, it almost doesn't even seem like it's safe. Like, I mean, I guess I'd have to see how they're made, but you just can't convince me that you can just take some average shoe and throw spikes on it and go out there and you can make cuts successfully and... Round, I think I'm about to do it. I'm bases. Do it. I don't know. I'm going to do it. I'm going to let you know. I'm going to do it to some dress shoes. All right. That's, <laughs> that's childish. But yeah, Whatever. to answer your question. Cool. I'm, okay I'm glad with you it. like it. All right. Just checking. Like I said, I think the the line, where I draw the line is where or, or what kind of shoes it is. Yeah. Like I don't need like a pair of Timberlands being rocked. Now I would, I would pay to see that if you want to try that. <laughs> Run around in Timberlands, some steel toes. You know we could we could level out the playing field with the speedsters in Major League Baseball. Give like Billy <laughs> Hamilton, D Gordon, guys like that. Make them wear Tims. I'm waiting for somebody to wear some Crocs. Put some spikes on some Crocs. No. I think this is where we draw the line with this conversation. Let's get into some baseball history. Uh, what day is it? June. June 3rd. Already it's June. June 3rd where I'm at, June 2nd where you're at, but we're going to roll yeah. with June 3rd. All right. I got a lot for you tonight. Uh, 1932 in Philadelphia, Lou Gehrig becomes the first player in the 20th century to blast four home runs in one game and barely misses a fifth. The Yankees hammer out a major league record with 
50 total bases in a 20 to 13 slugfest in Philly. Here's what's weird. Also in 1932, Tony Lazeri blasts a grand slam to complete his natural cycle with his four hits being accomplished in sequential order, single, double, triple, home run. This rare and amazing feat is overshadowed by Yankee teammate Lou Gehrig hitting four home runs. Can you imagine? Like, have a day. Two guys basically just did all, like, anything offensively you needed. Well, you mentioned the cycle. I don't know really how I feel about the cycle. I don't have necessarily strong feelings about it, and I don't even know if we've talked about it on here before. We have. But that is what impresses me with the cycle. If you can do it sequentially. Yeah. Like, I'm not interested in a single home run, triple, double. Like, I mean, it's cool. It's impressive. But do it in order. But he capped it with a grand slam. Not even just a home run. All the more reason to be impressed with that that performance. Yeah. You did it in order and then capped with a grand slam. Like I said, I'm not interested in this all out of order nonsense. That's garbage. Get it out of my face. I want it done in order. <laughs> what about reverse order? I mean, it's called a, it's called a cycle. Yeah, either either way, honestly. Just like okay. Okay. do it in some type of order. Like our brains are designed to make sense of things <laughs> by putting them in order, putting putting them in categories. My brain doesn't really function well when you're throwing random doubles and triples and single no. Give me give it to me in order. Fifty total bases in one game though. That's pretty crazy. Yankees went off. All right. This uh this one will get you a little bit. This is also in the thirties. Nineteen thirty nine. Joe Sprins fractures his upper jaw in twelve places and has five teeth knocked out, attempting to catch a ball dropped eight hundred feet from a Goodyear blimp. Mule, a catcher with the PCL's San Francisco Seals, had been participating in a baseball day at the Golden Gate Exposition on Treasure Island in San Francisco Bay when the ball hit his upraised glove and was driven into his face, resulting in a two-month stay in the hospital. Why are you laughing at this? This sounds incredibly <laughs> like painful and traumatizing. I'm laughing because I think he caught it. <laughs> and, <laughs> and it just drove his glove into his face. <laughs> I'm, definitely, <laughs> I'm definitely not trying to catch an 800-foot dropped ball above my head. I'm not doing that. I'm sorry. I'm going to do one of those like <laughs> mannequin machados where he catches it below his waist. That's terrible. <laughs> For no reason. I wonder what the I wonder what the like top speed reached was <laughs> no like, i'm serious because you you've heard about like people dropping pennies off of like the empire state building and stuff yeah just smoking people in the head there's got to be like um i don't know do the math man no I'll, Easy. I'll, I'll pass <laughs> 800 feet i will very quickly pass on doing the math on that ball weighs how much Five ounces, three ounces, whatever it is. Five and a half, what is it? How much does the ball weigh? Five ounces. Okay, cool. Do you Let's play baseball? Uh, no. Um, 1967, Harmon Killebrew launches the longest home run ever hit in Metropolitan Stadium, a 503-foot shot which travels deep into the second deck of the left center field bleachers. 
Here's what's freaking weird. Bleachers. SeatGeek. It's the answer to all your ticket needs. Are you looking for no. tickets? Do you have plans with friends or family to make it to an upcoming game or concert? Or are you even looking Ruined months ahead it. to nail down a date to get tickets before they sell out? With SeatGeek, no one you can find it. tickets to games, concert shows, and even theater performances Don't with just a few easy clicks. We're making it even better for you if you're a first-time user of SeatGeek. No. Next They're time you add. Clicks. Next time you add some tickets to your cart, use our promo code DTD at checkout to save $20 instantly off your first purchase as a first-time user. You're a jerk. That's all you got to do to save some of that. You're a jerk. Cold hard cash. Enter promo code <laughs> DTD at checkout. It's become, it's going to become automatic at this point. Any any mention of seats, bleachers, this, well, sellouts, I mean, this, empty stadiums. Waited. Could have waited. Butts and because seats. Here's, geeks, here's what gets seats. weird. It's a Seeky Gad read. Here's what gets weird about the Har- Harmony Killebrew thing, all right? Can I get to that? God. Idiot. You ready? Yeah, apparently it's so great. I'm I'm just waiting no, on the now, edge of my seat. Now it's too hyped up. Now it's too, I, I might as well just skip to the next one. No, finish it. <laughs> <laughs> the stadium chair that the ball hit by the Twins outfielder is mounted high on a wall overlooking the flume ride at Nickelodeon Universe in the Mall of America. That's where the Met used to be. And so <laughs> it's, the picture just shows like this roller coaster track and there's just this big concrete wall with a random baseball seat like nailed to the wall in the middle of nowhere. Like it's not anything. Has nothing to do with the ride. Totally the picture. <laughs> and you're mad at me for transitioning to the SeatGeek ad read there. I mean, how much better? I mean, you you gave it to me Go on a silver platter. What, what did you want me to do there? Go look at the picture. All right. I'm going to read the next one. You go look at the picture. All right. I'm going to read this. So you just pretend that you're doing something. 1993. Not surprised by this at all. Although Alex Rodriguez called and asked the team not to choose him, the Mariners still select the standout scholastic shortstop with the first pick in the amateur draft. Westminster Christian High School, which is in Florida, senior, who hit 417 with 17 home runs. There's a seat attached to the wall. (laughs) What is this? What kind of clown show is this? It's It's like next to a Nickelodeon roller coaster ride that has nothing to do with anything it's just like this plain it looks like if you took a picture of the grand canyon and then photoshopped (laughs) a random lawn chair next to it (laughs) floating in midair what is this it's so weird that is wild (laughs) i told you doesn't that look weird oh my gosh anyway alex alex rodriguez is a jerk because he told told club officials that Seattle Seattle was too far away and he wanted to play in the National League. So that's why he told the Mariners not to draft him. And they drafted him anyway. And oddly enough, he never played in the National League. So I don't know what that was all about. Uh, 2003, Yankee shortstop Derek Jeter is named the 11th captain in club history. 28-year-old joins Hal Chase of 1912. Roger Peckinpah from 14 to 21. Here's what's crazy. Babe Ruth for six days in 1922. Why was Babe Ruth a captain for only six days? 
That is a great question. I'd have no idea, but Everett Scott took over in 1922, apparently. Then Lou Gehrig, Thurman Munson, Greg Nettles, Willie Randolph, Ron Guidry. I bet you it was his ego. Six days? He was a he was a cocky son of a gun, wasn't he? <laughs> like, I know we make him out to be this great <laughs> baseball legend, which he is, right? Yeah, he was so. a, yeah, a douche, for but, sure. Yeah, that, like, I feel like going back, looking at history and, like, reading stories and accounts and stuff, dude yeah. was a douche. <laughs> but he was good, yeah. so, I mean, whatever. <laughs> he immediately got stripped to the sea. That's just, that's tough, man. It's really tough. It's like when like Dwight got to be manager for the day, <laughs> French manager for the day, and it's just gone. Um, I'm gonna put that in the description week. of the episode. In this episode, <laughs> we compare Babe Ruth to Dwight Schrute. <laughs> uh, last one. This one's this one's a classic. 2003 slugger Sammy Sosa is ejected from the game during the first inning after he shatters his bat in the broken bat. Oh, let's remains. go. What an Broken. iconic day in history. <laughs> Exposes some cork. Cubs outfielder was suspended by Major League Baseball for eight games, reduced to seven games after an appeal. Like, what was the point of the appeal? Reduced One to game. seven games after the league realized, maybe we should keep this guy in baseball. Our ratings are up. <laughs> maybe it has nothing to do with the bat. It has everything to do with why his jersey's fitting a little bit tighter. Unbelievable. They looked like the Michelin man. So that's it, man. That's, uh, All right. that's the wild. 14 minutes in. and <laughs> You're welcome. We're just now wrapping up history. Uh, well, I'm glad you looked up that chair. Yeah, that what, what is that? It's like a circus. Uh, Rugnit Odor slash other Ranger players. Yeah, speaking of the circus. What are we doing? Wearing oh, shorts. Man. Did we confirm? Some of them looked... Okay, so in case you're unfamiliar with the story that we're referring to, uh, Sunday, the Rangers... Was it... Do we know? Was it the first game that they did this, or have they been doing this for a while? I hadn't heard of it until before today. I think or they were just exposed today. today. Yeah, so the rain. a few members of the Rangers apparently are like going all out with their pants or shorts essentially. And what are they wearing? I guess they're wearing like some type of leggings underneath, like the red, like red yeah. leggings, I guess. They can't be socks. No, certainly not socks, but I didn't know like if it was an extension of sliders or something. I don't know, but it looks like leggings. Red yoga pants. Yeah. What are we doing here? How <laughs> All right, so on Instagram, I put up the post of it, and I said, describe this in three words, and I'm going to ask you to do the same. Oof. All right, we'll read those first. I'll see what I can think of. All right, so some of the some of the ones that just came to the came to the surface. This is a combination of Facebook and Instagram because I posted it to both. Uh, our guy Shane over at Baseball Fam, what an a hole! Uh, <laughs> go play soccer. Somebody said, "Is this a throwback to the White Sox?" Which Great point. It's true. That is, I mean, it's possible. I think this is more so having to do with the fact that they're slumping, I guess. At least Odor is. Dude's hitting like a buck 25. Um, <laughs> somebody said, for what he did to Batista, he can do what he wants. 
I mean, I'm not going to disagree there. Uh, Somebody said 164, alluding to his current batting average. Uh, Somebody said G-A-Y, because I did say make it three words, and so somebody literally just put G-A-Y. Well done. Uh, Never never skips leg day. Great point. (laughs) Dude has like... It looked like tarp rolls for legs. Like, <laughs> unbelievable. Uh, designated for assignment, life, <laughs> lifetime ban. Uh, this is one I really had to take into consideration. Somebody said that's what 100 degrees does to you. I've been down there. So I was, I think I've mentioned on here before, I was down in, in Arlington, uh, the ballpark at Arlington, as I'll forever call it. Uh, for the 4th of July game a few years back, and it was hotter than anything. So I don't, I mean, I don't put it past these guys for trying to some some way, somehow find a way around that. Um, oh, this was a good one. His slash line should be giving him enough attention, not wearing Eddie Goodell's seven, or not wearing Eddie Goodell's pants. Which, if you don't remember, he was the three foot seven midget <laughs> back in the day. I believe it was what the St. Louis Browns. What a name drop! First a, of all, he, yeah, no kidding. And had uh, one at bat in his major league career it was a pinch hit walk. Yeah, small strike zone ever. No kidding. Uh, somebody said, "I'll beat you up." <laughs> <laughs> awesome. That's poor. Uh, Here's a here's a all jokes aside, a valid point. I'm sure this goes against the MLB uniform dress code. They probably get fined every game they do this, but yeah, it's a terrible look. Has anybody like actually looked into that? Like I know we we broke down the rule book that one episode down to like I'm curious. the last I don't page. It, I don't think it would. But they're wearing like shorts though. And I, yeah. I feel, which maybe not, but I would feel like after the White Sox did it, do you think they like implemented a rule where it's like you can't do shorts anymore until a jersey proposal is passed or something? Do you think it was just like a get me like a youth large? Like, <laughs> I, like don't get me my normal size. Just get me two sizes well shorter. that's what i was saying like were they actual shorts that's what i was saying it looked like some of the guys pulled them up but it also looked like some of the guys had uh you know what like knickers are i, I wore those actually yeah, my last yeah. year of baseball where it's like it's yeah. hemmed at the knee yeah so you don't have to like pull them up which i was a huge fan of wish i discovered them earlier uh right. but anyway i feel like with the tree trunks of the that these guys have for legs i feel like that's what knickers look like on them is they just look like shorts but us average Joes who have normal size legs, they look yeah. like baseball pants that are pulled up. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, what I will say from all this is that Hunter Pence just looked like the normal. Like that. <laughs> right. This is just typical Hunter Pence stuff. That's. What, I don't think people saw the picture that I sent you. Just another Where, day at the old ball yard for Hunter Pence. The worst part is that Hunter Pence had like a giant bulky knee brace underneath his yoga pants that you could very much see speaking of hunter pens isn't the dude like didn't we mention this off air like last recording breaking what's breaking. going on down there in texas he's going somewhere he's gonna be traded somewhere for sure probably 
continue down the list here. Uh, celebrating Pride Month. <laughs> Wild take. Uh, Odor is thick with two C's. <laughs> and then what I think is going on here, somebody said whatever it takes to get out of the slump. I think that's all this is. I don't think they're trying to start a trend here. They're just... Yeah. There's only so many things you can do to, like, shake it up that haven't been done, like, a thousand times before by other people. So it's like... It's fair. Why not? Mix it up a little bit. It's fair. What's yours? I don't know. Initially, I saw it, and I'm like... I don't hate it. But then the more I thought about it, I'm like... I hate it. What, <laughs> yeah, what, what drug was I on when I thought that? I hate it. What's yours? What's your take on these? I'm going to see how tapped in you are. I'm going to see how good your memory is. Ready? Coach Sealy Swag. Oh. You remember those <laughs> baseball shorts throwback. you used to coach in? Yeah, they were like, <laughs> I think they were like Russell or. Oh, no, they were bike. They were bike. Do you remember that brand? <laughs> I know you remember that yeah, brand. Because they made cups, yeah. Bike, yes. I actually think he listens to this podcast, by the way. I don't know. I hope he... so. Coach, those were not a good look, man. They were not a great look, look back in the day. You just I don't think he pulled off back. now. I love they're it. They're coming back. Yeah, he was just ahead of his time, I guess. That's that's the <laughs> that's the takeaway here. Yeah, but he didn't have any socks on underneath. And I, Coach, I remember you having very hairy legs, so I don't think it was the best of looks. Unbelievable. So <laughs> what's your take on these? Not a fan, I'm guessing. They're so bad, dude. They're so bad. They cannot go above your knee. I'm sorry. It's like, I don't know if you've watched what like the trend in basketball has turned into lately of guys wearing like their sliding shorts or whatever they call them in basketball. They're longer than their actual basketball shorts. So I'm actually okay. No, I'm much more okay with that than what it used to be, where it was like the freaking way below like, the knees. down to your ankles, six <laughs> XL. Like, what are we doing here? So I'm yeah. okay with that. But yeah, not in baseball. I'm, sorry, it cannot work in baseball. Let me ask. Let me ask you this: If it, what if it was? A handful of players on a team that was winning. Still no. Okay. Still no. Just didn't know if it made any difference. Because I think, like, I'm still on the fence about the whole Bryce Harper with the, with like the stirrups barely showing. No, I'm with, absolutely with on board tweeners. with that. One thousand percent on board with that look. I love it. I'm. I wish uh, I would have done that when I played. I go back and forth. No, I love it. Fantastic. But, I, I don't even know of anybody that else in the league that does that. I mean, that's true. Now that I think about it. It was that was definitely a style like fire look. In the nineties. Like you wore like the hemmed ones that didn't quite get to your cleats. Yeah, but he at least wears them down to his ankles. Those guys wore legitimate tweeners, which was not yeah. a good look. By the way, I mean for everyone listening, you'll be hearing this. So happy tweener Tuesday to everyone. That uh, listens throughout the week. Hey, I think uh, uh, Nate. Um, Taco Tuesday hate, is no longer hate, a thing. Hate to break it to you, uh, we did one episode last week, so we could get back to our regularly scheduled Monday Thursday drops, and it will not be Tuesday; it will be Monday. 
Some people may listen on Tuesday, maybe a little late. You're right. I don't know. Shout out to all you listening on Tuesday. One day, away from, one day away from hump day. Yeah. Everyone's just depressed that it's Monday. Maybe they just want to get to Taco Tuesday for it to also be Tweener Tuesday. Anyway, Rubio you want to know who's de- psycho. You want to know who's depressed? The entire Seattle Mariners organization. Yeah. Not only do they get rain like every day out there, they're now looking to trade away their entire team. Whole squad. Like quite Whole literally, squad. they're looking to trade away. Well, according to Jeff Passan on Twitter, with this whole Jay Bruce deal, that's basically just the start of it. But he said, he said that he says that's just the start of the Seattle fire sale. The Mariners are looking to deal almost every veteran on their roster, and have shown a willingness to eat significant money in doing so. So, like. What do they have to look forward to right now? Yeah. I'm just going to say... Sunshine? No, they don't get that. Winning baseball? No. That's done. I just look forward to Seahawks season, I guess. Um, yeah, like, uh, can I just Can I just pat ourselves... Can we pat ourselves on the back right now? For not overreacting like everyone else at the beginning of the season when they were like, freaking 15 and one or whatever they did. I mean, I was too busy being concerned with the L's that were handing the Red Sox right out of the gate to really pay any attention to how well they were doing. Either way, both of us said this ain't going to last. And it didn't because they're quickly down at the bottom, aren't they? Yeah, they're at the very bottom. They're 25 and 37 uh, as of Sunday night. Uh, they are two and eight in their last 10 and let's just play a little game. What do you think their run differential Mm. is right now? Minus 70. You, you looked or something. It's minus. No, I didn't. I, I I was just about to hit it and then I deleted it. It's minus Minus 71. Minus 71. Pretty good guess. Um, yeah. I mean, sucks to suck. Seattle. Which tells you how bad they've been playing as of late because you can't have a minus 71 run differential playing like average baseball because they started what, – what did we say they started? It was like, I don't know, something like really good. I don't remember the exact like – I don't know like what the turning point was, like what their kind of quote-unquote peak was. But, I mean, they started out playing really good ball as we alluded to. And I think fans have, just like they took I think they got swept once and everyone's just like, OK, like, no worries, we're fine. And then they got swept again and everyone's like, all right, no, like we still got a decent lead. I mean, back down to earth, though. So, like, it's OK. And then now it's just like fire sale. Get rid of everyone. Yeah, I mean, I have to agree with you. I'm glad we didn't overreact. I was never all that high on the Mariners and hopefully somebody doesn't like pull a audio clip from episode like 35 and is like, uh, you were actually a huge fan of the Mariners and said they're going to be in first place in the division by August. Uh, cause I don't ever remember saying anything like that, but I don't think you did. <laughs> yeah. Cause let's be honest, it's, it's the A's division to lose. 
Totally, yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. Really nothing to write home about for the Mariners, and I think that's going to be the case for the rest of the year. Yeah. The um, fact that the fact I mean the fact that their front office is literally coming out and saying, uh yeah, pretty much everybody's on the table. It's yeah, like, but what are we they doing? have some good players that could be, you know, some impact guys. You know, Encarnacion could go and DH for someone and and really make a difference. Uh D Gordon, um extremely athletic and can swipe bags, you know, a little bit of a table setter at the top of the lineup. Um, Marco Gonzalez has cooled off, but he had a really good start to his year. You know, guys like that are difference makers. I think, uh, who's that? Uh, Ryan Healy out there in right field. Um, Kyle Seeger. So you're talking about some vets that know how to know how to play baseball. Um, I think it's just, I think it's a bit of an organizational issue. I think it's a coaching issue. I think it's a culture issue. Um, so, I mean, I don't hate the idea that they're just going to start over, rebuild. Yeah, I mean, you made a good point. They got some guys that they can make deals with, and I think that that sets them up for a, a true rebuild. Like, I know I know people in the baseball world like to throw that word around a lot with certain organizations, but I feel like with the Mariners, they've set themselves up in a position where it's like, yeah, we're going to take this L in 2019, but we have a chance to set ourselves up if we kind of make the right deals this year, use our money wisely in the off season. I know that that's easier said than done. I get that. But I mean, if they, if they do those two things looking big picture here, they can set themselves up for a true rebuild. Unlike people, like I said, people, th- people like to throw that term around with like the Mar- or the the Marlins where it's like no they don't have r- any real hope of any <laughs> r- true rebuild in the near future but the Mariners I think do yeah and I think the one one guy that's going to be getting the brown end of the stick is uh is King Felix I don't see anyone being interested in him I think poor, he's going to be the, the only one left. <laughs> he's going to be the only one stuck there. All of his friends are going to be traded. I mean, he's still going to have, uh, what is it? The King's court or whatever it is out there. It, uh, I didn't know they had one. Do they have one? Yeah. It's like his little fan club. They all, they all show up for all the starts. It's just going to be nice. him and them. And then that's it. <laughs> the rest of the stadium's going to be empty. Yeah. Nah, real, real talk. They might get like some seat upgrades or something. They might be able to yeah. move up a little closer to to take in their their king starts. They could use promo code. Um, they, I mean, the truth is, is that you still have good competition in the West, and maybe people in Seattle are fans of, you know, the Angels, fans of the Astros, fans of you know teams that I know you have, are picking with the A's. So like, you know, you may still sell some tickets, but. It's, definitely necessary as far as a forward step uh organizationally wow using lots of big words i'm so proud of you nate (laughs) uh let's talk about a team that is actually winning baseball games on the contrary the minnesota twins 
What is going on in Minnesota right now? Dude. Like, is this a joke? Am I being punked right now? Playing good ball. Like, I love the one year. This is probably the year, or I guess I should say the preseason, that I've been the most in on the Cleveland Indians, and maybe that was a mistake (laughs) from the start. Like, I was just making the most asinine comments on this whole situation. (laughs) Like, it's still stuck in my head, the one I made about the Indians could lose their first 50 games of the season and still win the division by double digits. (laughs) Like, maybe I shouldn't have said that. Probably not. Probably not. Probably not my best take. (laughs) But, like, for real, the Twins are, like, a good baseball team right now. But, 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 I will say, I'm not buying into the hype just yet. And that's probably just adding to the list of my terrible, asinine takes. And I'm going to probably regret saying that here in about a month or two. A month or two. Wow. But I need to know, and I, I proposed this question on Twitter. What is the, and, I, and we kind of alluded to it off air. What is the deadline that I have to have my mind made up on about this team? Bro, they're playing the Indians this week. Is it a three or four game set? Oh, that's a good question. Yeah, they play, they got the off day tomorrow or travel day or whatever tomorrow. Uh, well, I don't know if it's a travel day necessarily, but it's an off day. Let's see. We could be looking at a, what, like a 14-game separation if yeah. uh, there's a sweep. Yeah, so it's in Cleveland, three-game set. We're talking 14, 14 and a half? Yeah, they're 11 and a half up right now. On both the Indians and the White Sox, which tells you how bad the Indians are playing right now, if they're yeah. like playing catch-up with the White Sox. At 29 and 30. What are we doing? Embarrassing. Um, oh, man. 14 I and just, a half games by the start of June. That could be very realistic. That could very much happen. Who saw this coming? I don't know. So I think your deadline has to be, uh, I would say, 18 games. If they get to 18 games back, no, I'm, no, I'm done. No. Well, no. Uh, okay, date? that's fair. Yeah, no, yeah. I mean, either or could work. But I, when I asked the question, I was thinking more so in terms of a date. Okay. Well, I mean, God, if our, they get eighteen games, I mean, I would be an idiot not to go with them, right? We'll <laughs> say we'll say ten games, and we'll say. Has anybody ever closed in an eighteen-game gap before? I don't know. We'll say we'll say if it's at if they're still at ten games back. And no, I don't I want. I don't want end of end of July. End of July, so, yeah. So I'm not talking games back or anything. I'm I'm simply just talking a date. End I think of, end of July. If there's still ten games back, they're done. I'm gonna say July fifteenth. Okay. And how, what, like, where do they got to be? 
No, they don't have to be anywhere. I'm just saying I have to have my mind made up by July 15th. Oh, okay. All right. On whether or not I can be all in on this team and ditch my asinine comments about the Indians essentially enjoying Let's just say this. To, to if you didn't season. make those stupid-ass comments, where what would your deadline be then? You'd be all over the Twins right now. I would. I, I'm still holding on to my pride a little bit right now <laughs> because uh, I'm, I'm still going to be real with you. I mean, we're on the same boat. I was, I was 100% agreeing. Yeah, but you weren't as far out there as I, I was. <laughs> I'm out there on the Twins the same way you're out there on the Brewers not making the postseason this year, which is another just wild take. And we're just digging ourselves into this massive hole right now. It's like a crater at this point. And I'm surprised you didn't ask me why I just pulled that random date out of my butt. I actually put a little, a little, put a little thought into my date selection. Why? Because at that point, we're going to know, and I know you're going to, I'm going to say this. You're going to be like, oh, of course they're going to be buyers. At that point, we will know for sure, for sure, if the Twins are going to be buyers, if they need to be, which at this point, I don't even know, like, what do you need to buy? Who do you need to buy? But at that point, we'll have a roughly two-week gap to know whether or not they're going to need to be making moves. I don't foresee anything drastic happening with this team, so don't come at me. Being like, of course the Twins are going to be buyers. They're the best team in baseball, yada, yada, yada. I get that. I'm just saying, on the off chance that they just collapsed over the next month and a half, yeah, that will be my deciding point is July 15th. I will have to know by July 15th. In fact, I'm kind of curious. What is July 15th? Are we going to be recording that day? July 15th uh, um... is a Monday. Oh, perfect. We'll be recording July 14th. Set a reminder, bro. I'm going to have to set a reminder. In fact, I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that right now. I'm either going to be calling you an idiot or a genius. You cool with that? I'm down. All right. (laughs) Setting a reminder on my phone. Make up mind about twins. Idiot. (laughs) <laughs> july yeah. 14th i'm gonna i'm gonna forget all about this and then i'm gonna get this on sunday on that sunday the 14th what, and like, what? <laughs> what are you talking about make your mind up on the twins idiot <laughs> make up mind about in twins idiot uh but yeah like aside from my just wild takes about the indians not going to take anything away from the twins. Like they're playing fantastic baseball right now. I don't know if, I don't think I mentioned, did I mention their run differential right now? Did we, do you want to guess what the run differential is? I, I saw this earlier. I think it was like one Oh seven. It's like one Oh nine, dude. That is insane. Well, what's weird is that the rest of the division is negative. That's what I was about to say. Like it's insane yeah. in its own way. But like when you put it up against the rest of the division, just terrible. Literally. Okay. Here, th- this should put things in perspective. If you didn't know anything about 
the happenings of the AL Central this year, and you covered up the left side of the standings where the teams are, and you looked at that, any given scenario, you're going with the Indians. You're going, wow, a plus 109 run differential, and the rest of the team is in the red. Yeah. No that, one would have picked the That's what I'm saying. This is just, it doesn't make sense. Like, nobody could have seen this coming. And if you say you did, you're a bold-faced liar. Nobody saw the Twins playing this well. I mean, the AL East has three teams in the green. The West, as you'd imagine, four teams. NL East has two. The Central, NL Central has four. Wait, hold on. How does this, how does this work? Yeah, Pittsburgh's in fourth place with, and they have a negative sixty-eight, and the Reds are in last place with a plus thirty-six. <laughs> how does how does that work? <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. And then the Every and once then in a while Derek right, Dietrich hits like four home runs in a game, and then yeah. they blow somebody out, yeah. and then they get blown out. Yeah, and then rounding out here, NL West has four, no, three in the green and two in the red. So, yeah, the AL Central is just completely upside down right now, and I don't get it. But I am I am going to say I'm a little more on the side of the fact that the, the division is so bad. We were right about the division being bad. We were just incorrect of what team would be on top at this point, I think. But I, th- I do think the division is – I don't think the Twins are the best team in baseball. Or top three in baseball. You're saying performance you wise, that, not record wise. You're saying right now you feel that way? I feel that way. They're they're really good, but they're not one of the top three teams in baseball. Nate, Nate, I Nate, think Nate, it's their Nate, division Nate, that's Nate, so light. Nate. Our show is doing like really well right now. We don't need this Stephen A type take or this skip Bayless type take to bring our show I'm back just, into relevancy. I'm just clarifying where I'm at, where I'm standing. They're playing really good ball, but I do not put them. You still have made your mind up, so I'm I'm making my mind up. I do not think they're a top three team in baseball. I think my approach think is more respectable. I think their division is just really trashy. Fair? I mean, yeah, I think the Central is always trash, but... It's just it's what one of those I comments know? like it's one of those comments like did we did the other team beat us or did we beat ourselves right like that's kind of what it is you yeah, feel like the rest of the teams in the central are beating themselves and the Mariner, or the uh, the freaking twins are just laughing I'm like all right we'll just play normal baseball and they're getting wins. Yeah, so I'm, uh, I'm curious to see how this series in Cleveland shakes out this week. Yeah. 14 Cleveland and a half games sucks. potentially by the end of that series. We'll know by our next recording. Unbelievable. Unreal. But anyway, we got some uh, DMs. That we do, my friend. That we do. Some DMs. Jay asks, which teams need Kimbrel and or Keiko the most, in your opinion? Uh, so 
The Red Sox needed to sign Kimbrel yesterday. Last, uh, last offseason. Yes. Yes, the Red Sox needed to sign Kimbrel like last year. Uh, for Keuchel, hmm. Like, if the Yankees weren't playing so well right now, I'd be... I mean, it doesn't hurt. I'm not going to say... Like, it doesn't hurt to have an arm like that. But, Mm -hmm. like, if they weren't playing so well, I would say sign him immediately just to give your team, like, a little bit of hope until your guys come back. But it's like... You're playing fine with a AAA team. So it's like... At this point, that would just be like a bonus because it's like you don't... You're not... (laughs) Like you don't need him per se. It'd be great to have him. Yeah, and I think that's where he's going to end up. Um, really, you think so? Yeah. And by the way, I feel like we should. We might as well just put a disclaimer out because this stuff always happens. I'm certain. Well, no, I take it back. Apparently, Keuchel isn't going to sign like ASAP. So I think we bought ourselves a few days. Hopefully, uh, Kimbrel is the one we got to worry about. So it's very likely that one. Possibly both will be signed by the time I get this episode up. Thinking it's Kimbrel, and I hope it's with Boston. Uh, but yeah, I think Keiko will end up with the Yankees. Wow. He's already said he's ready to shave the beard. All right, but who needs them the most? Answer Jay's question. Uh, I've heard that the A's are big on both of these guys. Yeah, and I could see. I yeah, it's not bad. Definitely think they should get him before the Yankees snatch him up because they got to figure out a way to win this division. Yeah, I can't totally disagree with you. I think the A's need Keuchel. I think the Braves. Wait, need did Kikro. I say? Wait, did I say A's? Yeah, it's two o'clock in the morning. I one thousand percent meant Braves. The Both? Braves need no they can do without Kimbrel. they need Keiko. they need I mean sure both but specifically I'm just looking at Keiko because I'm kind of mentally banking on the fact that Kimbrel's going to Boston uh but yes Keiko needs to go to the Braves because they need to figure out a way to win that division because don't know if anybody's paid attention lately the National League is pretty stacked this year it's yeah. pretty deep I'm I'm sticking with what I said. I think I think the A's need to do something like this to get back into the conversation with the Astros. They're not all, they're not totally out of the conversation, but they're they're slowly creeping out of you know winning the division conversation. I think Keiko puts them back in that conversation. I think um, the rotation could use a little help, and Kimbrel definitely is the perfect fit with the Braves because they're bullpen sucks so we're on the same page with that one Keiko looked good in Kelly Green man and I bet you he wouldn't mind the opportunity to shove against his former team a time or two yeah exactly that might be a good um, Do we Carter know, what, wait are the what? A's in on Keiko do we know about that no idea or are we just like speculating with that but you just said which team needs them so oh, going with, yeah yeah, it's not even where we think they'll go. I think those are the two teams that need them. Yeah, no, I mean, I was only asking because, I, like I said, I know the Braves, they've made it very clear that they're very, very in on both of those guys. So just curious. Yeah. Uh, Carter asks, 
what do you think is going who do you think i'm sorry who do you think is going to win the world series as of right now oh throwing out all of our predictions out the window uh this might be an unpopular take not santa twins sorry <laughs> i don't know man i mean the dodgers are mathematically the best team in baseball right now record wise i mean they just look really good so i mean maybe third time's a charm yeah maybe i mean that's not it's not a bad guess um i mean you already know and i'm trying not to be biased but the truth is like that the yankees just won their 10th straight series and i can't see them uh excuse me it's a four game series four. nate the fourth game no. will be played in august so nope. nine straight series for the yankees 10th is on hold yeah whatever that is a I'm fact thinking, nate i don't think it goes back to the series we had this conversation a couple weeks ago cuz like when you play a double header from a previous game 2 months ago does that double does that first game of the double header affect this that, series that, that you're closes out, in? that closes out the series from 2 months ago i don't think so <laughs> either way i don't see them you know losing four games in a in a world series matchup see i'm out here giving unbiased opinions and you being the homer that you are Whatever. We switched roles today. Nate Boy asks, who you got for the College World Series? All right. Well, it's funny he mentions College World Series because we need to get you into college baseball, dude. It's electric. I was actually it's, over in Chapel. It's not that I'm not into it. It's just... You're not into it. Not. No, you're not into it. Don't try to make up some random line. You're not into college baseball. It's electric, dude. Texas A&M hitting a walk-off grand slam to send the hometown Mountaineers packing for the summer. 3-2 count, two outs, down three, and you put it out into the parking lot. It's electric. I was actually just, as I was saying, I was over in Chapel Hill tonight catching the regional final. It was them in Tennessee, which who knew Tennessee had a good baseball team? Uh... Yeah, but that was awesome to watch. Carolina is one of my favorite teams to watch. They're just so they're so fundamental. They granted, I mean, they're not terribly exciting to watch just because of how like like fundamental they play and how like monotone they play. Almost, if that's a accurate way to describe it, I don't even think that's yeah. appropriate way to say it. But just like I think it comes down I think it 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 trickles down from their coaching staff. That's just kind of how they coach them up to play the game. So I mean they're not like flashy, but they're just awesome to watch. Uh all that to say, um I'm gonna say I'll speak for both of us because I know you don't have a take because you don't follow college baseball. Rude. Uh I mean what the heck, man? I'm I might go with the Tar Heels. And I know I work for Duke, and that's Yikes. that's just like heresy. But that's that's my Carolina club right there. Sorry. Well, I'm cool with UNC being picked, but I'm gonna say UCLA. 
I watched them play a couple weeks ago against ASU. That was probably like a month ago. And they're impressive. And I know they were at the top of the charts for a little bit, um, for a couple weeks. But I don't know if they're still there or not. But, uh, I mean, they're kind of what you were saying. Like, they don't, like, they're not flashy. They just get it done. They play good ball. And so I'm going with them. That is the one thing. I was actually thinking about this earlier today where I was like, I feel like you almost need to be flashy when it comes to the postseason for college baseball. Because, like, you think about, like, I mean, you think back to when we played and, like, just watching these games on TV. Like, I feel like you need something to kind of latch on to, whether it's, yeah. like, a, some silly, like, rally monkey or something. Because they've got yeah. crap like that all the time. Like, they, what was it last year? It was, like, the rally deer? Or maybe that was, like, two years ago. Do you remember that? Well, where they had, like, the, the freaking deer and they had, like, the helmet on it. Do you remember that? Yeah, I remember, like, a couple years ago when, like, Coastal Carolina was, like, that was kind of, like, who everyone started rooting for once right. they got it. Yeah, and like, that was, like, do, the Cinderella storyline. Yeah, but they were, you're right, like, they were flashy. They weren't just, like, boring. They were, they played exciting baseball. Yeah, it's like, I feel like you almost need to have a storyline like that or just be a flashy baseball team because I like, I don't know. I hate to say it, but I don't know if like fundamental baseball carries you through the grueling sure. postseason sure. schedule like that. But anyway, I get you. Uh, well, speaking of college ball, Eric asks, which MLB team teams do you think the top ranked college teams could be? Uh, I'm going to say none, none and none. Uh, the, organization that is major league baseball consists of the 750 plus greatest players in the world uh and i don't think a couple boys from down the road in chapel hill or in uh texas are going to take down even the miami marlins i know it's just wild to say but let's be honest it's not they're professional baseball players they're the best at what they do yeah, Sorry in the that. world, not just the country, the world. It's I agree. Couldn't couldn't have said it better. I think our guy Eric might have been trolling us there a little bit, maybe just a little. Craig asks thoughts on catchers wearing bright nail polish so the signs are clearer. I'm all for it. I feel like it became a thing when we were in college. I mean, I'm not saying like it was the first sighting of it, but like I feel like it was becoming like a lot more popular when we were in like high school and college. And like, I became a fan of it. Cause I'm like, it's tough to see, man. It was night games. It's, it gets brutal. Yeah. I remember when I was a kid, Jorge Posada doing it a little bit. And I thought it was funny cause he would come up to hit and he obviously didn't wear batting gloves. So like you could see his nails. And I'm like, what is he doing? And then I, you know, once you get older, you figure it out. But, um, yeah, man, whatever it takes, like, get clear i do think um it's now a thing for guys like catchers to start like giving signs on their knees and their mask and their chest and getting away from numbers you know what i mean so you can like if you touch left knee this means this touch your face mask this means this so right like those are alternate signs that i think are probably even easier than painting your nails so yeah uh easton asks what team could you see using Mike Trout the best 
and why? Uh, I'm going to say the Phillies. I think they should DFA Harper uh, and continue <laughs> with their original plan of going after Trout and figure figure out some other team can figure out what to do with Harper. <laughs> I'm going to be kind of mean here. I would love to see him go to D.C. and just make the Nationals like his place and just watch that city just fall in love with him and totally forget about Harper. That would actually be the coolest thing ever <laughs> in the history of baseball. That would be amazing, right? Like here you have the actual greatest player in the game coming to the city <laughs> that the self-proclaimed greatest player in the game once occupied. <laughs> Tear it up and just rolls over, steamrolls any uh, and every record that he set there, any memory that he may have left there with the fan base. <laughs> what a story that would be. Um, now, nah, real talk, I think Mike Trout, I think, would be best used um, with the Dodgers. Just locking down center field. I know Belly gets out there and plays center every once in a while. But I like him in right field. Um, yeah, I think he would be scary with the Dodgers. And you could just write those two, basically two, three, whichever order you want, and just lock down center field and right field. That would be disgusting. Yeah, right, right? I mean, that would be terrifying. They'd probably still lose the World Series, though. But anyway. <laughs> Anthony asks, do you all watch The Bachelorette? Come on, Anthony. No, Anthony, we do not watch Bachelorette. <laughs> you will never catch me finding any mainstream <laughs> program that is currently being nope. talked about on social media, a.k.a. Game of Thrones, a.k.a. The Bachelor, a.k.a. The Bachelorette. None of that. Don't put my show in, those, in that category. Game of Thrones is crap. You're crap. Bachelorette is way below crap. That's some that's some horrible, horrible crap. And Anthony, I really hope you don't watch this. If you have a girlfriend and she's making you watch it, you need to think twice about what you're doing with your life because that show is toxic to the brain. And I will never sit down and watch an episode of that. Sounds good to me. Cool. You know what I want to do, though? Don't even try oh. to come up with some clever transition uh, I wasn't going to, to an ad that you. you should have read like 30 minutes ago. No, I was just going to tell you about Zinger Bats. Whatever. That's all I wanted just to tell you about. Get it over with. You, well, dis- now I'm just you gonna, disappoint me. No, Now I'm just going to scoot all the way down. I'm going to scoot all the way down past the fun stuff. I will not even read you the, the part that gets you excited. <laughs> 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 Whatever. Uh, there's nothing better than a long hard all natural shaft of wood with a clean knob that you can grab to use at your leisure and thanks to zinger bats you now have a variety of options to choose from creating custom bats for the pros since 1998 zinger bats is setting the new standard in professional bat production from their x71 pro maple to their back gun case you have all you need to light it up on the field this season. Best of all, Zinger Bats Company is now the presenting sponsor of us, the 3 Take. They want to show you, our listeners, some love. 
the next time you visit zingerbats.com, stack up on some lumber, and use promo code DTD to save 10% off your order. Again, our code DTD, 10% off your order at Zingerbats. For that big league feel off the barrel, look no further than Zinger. Well, that'll do it, Nate. You got anything else? That's it. I'm out of here. Well, <laughs> that'll do it for us. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen to it and leave that rating interview. Nate, how many stars? You never like my answers, so I don't even know what to say anymore. I'm, I'm really, maybe like the run differential that the uh, the Twins have on the rest of the division. I like that. I like that a lot. <laughs> that many stars? Uh, before I close this out here, just want to throw out a quick plug uh, to the shop. I don't know if, Nate, if you saw dropped a mannequin tee Big last swag. week. I like it. And I also, I want to say it was Friday or Saturday, dropped a summer-ish slash 4th of July-ish themed tee. Uh, it was a stay free, stay filthy tee. Don't know uh, if you I did saw not that. see that. I would, I would very much like to wear that. Got the flag on the on the sleeve too. Big fan. Pretty dope. Uh, so if you're a loyal listener of the podcast, I think you need to go pick up the Padres themed mannequin tee. And if you're an American, which I'm assuming 99% of you are, you need to pick Whoa. up a stay free, stay filthy tee. Whoa, what? Ease up on our boys in Australia. You're right. You're right. I mean, they can get them too. I mean, last I checked, they're not under like Nazi rule or anything. They can get one too. I mean, granted, it's got the stars and bars on it, but what about our man's that's like uh, studying in like Prague or whatever? You talking about Herman? Yeah. Where's he at? I think he actually picked up a man a mannequin tea. Did he? He was, he was like the first one to pick up the mannequin tea. I loved it. So dope. Uh, no, I think it was like Brazil, wasn't it? No, Spain, maybe? Sure. It was one of those two. Uh, but yeah, just like I said, I want to throw out a little plug to the to the shop uh, and go pick up those teas. Yes, it was Big just fan. confirming. It was it was Herman. Yeah, I could tell you were looking for something while you were talking. Could hear it in your voice. Whatever. I don't know if it's... <laughs> is that the same Herman? And I, don't I don't think it's if, Domingo. I don't know if how many... <laughs> oh, okay, whatever. I don't know how many Hermans we got on here. Uh, but anyway... Where am I at in the outro here? Uh, as always, thanks for tuning in. We'll catch back up with you guys later this week. Don't go chasing curveballs, people. Fastballs only. We love y'all, and as always, we're looking forward to talking more baseball with you guys soon. Until next time, stay filthy. What the f- time you to take? You take! Don't tell me you don't see it! You f- luck! You understand? <laughs>